Hiya, and welcome to the Full-Time Artist Podcast with me, your host, artist and creative mentor, Nick Everest. This potty is here for all of you creative humans who are wanting to build your creative practice into a life of abundance, ease, and where you can work your passion full-time. Over the past five years, I've built a thriving creative career where I'm now earning more than I ever did in my muggle job as a physiotherapist. I am now helping other amazing creatives turning their passion into their full-time job using my signature framework, The Thriving Artist Method. In this podcast, we look behind the scenes of how I've built my creative career and talk with amazing guests who will help you build yours too. If you're a driven, creative human, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Full-Time Artist Podcast. I'm super excited to introduce our guest today, Jackie Norton. Jackie is a graphic designer turned online design coach for small business owners at White Deer Graphic Design. She is an absolute magician with graphic design, and I cannot wait to dive into this conversation today. Jack has helped hundreds of passionate business owners take charge by giving them the skills and confidence they need to create their own incredible graphics. And we're going to dive into today why it is so important to have incredible graphics for attracting and working with your ideal soulmate clients. So there's so much juicy info in today's episode. I cannot wait. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Full-Time Artist Podcast. Today's guest, we have Jackie Norton, who is a graphic designer turned online design coach for small business owners with White Deer Graphic Design. I'm so excited to have Jackie here with us today, and she's going to be giving us so many juicy tips on our graphics and how they're going to help our business. Thanks for being here today, Jack. I am so pumped to be on here with you, Nick. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I think um, I have done one of Jackie's courses and I just learned so much about branding and about how much that helped our business. So I really just am so pumped to have you here. To start with, can you just let us know how you got into graphic design and how you got into the world of helping other business owners DIY their design? Yeah, like, look, Nick, you were such a star student as well. It was so such an honor to have you inside the club. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for having me to teach your, your peeps and stuff as well. So pretty much I got into, well, how I got into design was, is I guess, a different story. So um, I used to, I used to like, the shorter version is I used to like, um, oh, where's a good start, start, place to start? So, you know, um, there was this website as a kid that I used to go on. And on that website, you could design things like they were called guilds, but pretty much it was just like this fancy mini website inside the website. And I would just post on the forums and like, I can design this thing for you. They looked utterly rubbish, but I really enjoyed doing it. And so what happened is I just started doing this stuff and I really enjoyed the feeling of designing people and them just loving it. Like you'd probably get the same feeling when you you paint something and people, you give it to someone like, oh, that's amazing. Like, yes, you love a part of my heart. Um, and so I just got into design that way and it's just started doing stuff for friends and family and went to, to uni and studied a uh, bachelor of graphic design and ended up working for, I didn't ever work at an agency. I always, I went straight out on my own and I found that I loved designing for women in business. Um, and it was really, really fun. But what I also found was that there were so many business owners or artists who were designing their own graphics for their social media or their logos or their websites or their flyers. And they were just really rubbish. <laughs> the graphics, they were, they were trying real hard. And I was like, I mean, kudos to you, but you're not doing your business justice. And I, cause I knew the power of design. 
design. I knew that design was such a powerful tool for able to be communicating with our audience, able to be showing our value, able to be attracting people into us. And I just was like, you're trying really hard, but you're missing the mark and it's doing your business a disservice. So I decided to then flip my business a little bit instead of teaching, instead of doing designs for business owners, teaching them how to do it for themselves. And so went to like online courses and coaching programs of just teaching, teaching this stuff. And I really, really love it. And it's just so rewarding seeing people like yourself take what you teach them and working with them to create some incredible things that they can then go off to continue DIYing their graphics, but doing it in a really great way that not only looks great, but actually they don't hate doing as well. And doesn't take them forever to do so that's yeah that's that's a a bit of a story I guess (laughs) and and absolutely from doing your course me before like learning about graphic design to me now I'm much more relaxed I'm not stressed I don't find it as icky and I actually find it really fun so I love that you flipped that business model to really give us back out that power of you know taking control of our design and not having to outsource it which I think outsourcing is amazing and in certain circumstances totally totally worth it but if you do want that control over your graphics and to have that ease with just waking up in the morning and getting a social media post out there it's just it's so good so I love it (laughs) um so then what I what I well I guess why people then come to you and do your courses why is branding and why is graphic design so important for people building their small businesses? Why is it, why do we need to focus on this while we're building our businesses? Yeah. So like I mentioned before, design is just such a powerful business tool in terms of like we, you, I'm sure all of you listening to this as well would resonate with this. Like I love pretty things. I, as a human, I'm, I'm drawn to beauty. And so our audience, especially those who are looking for art pieces in particular, are drawn to beauty. And so if we're putting stuff out into the world that doesn't look nice, then people might not even notice us. They might just, they might not want to spend time on us because it doesn't look nice. Um, but beyond that, design isn't just about prettiness. Design is about communication. Design is a, is, is a communicative tool. Um, and so whether that's communicating without words or whether that's using your words and designing those well so they communicate. So say, for example, so you had a graphic and you wanted to share about a new collection that you were launching. Um, on that graphic, you might have a few different pieces of text. You might have the words like new collection launching. You might have the words, maybe if there's a theme to the collection, you might have those describing words. You might have the date it's launching. You might have how to get details on the launch, all of these different things. But all of those pieces of information aren't um aren't all created equally. They're not all the same level of importance. You are, you might want the keywords that describe the collection or the words new collection launching to be your largest piece of text or the piece you want people to stand out. You, you want to stand out the most. So say, for example, if you picture yourself scrolling social media, I'm scrolling quite quickly past everything unless something captures my attention. So as business owners, we need to somehow capture attention. And so if you know what your message is and what you're trying to communicate, you can design to suit those needs. You can design a graphic that not only looks beautiful, but also has the the piece of text that you want people to to grab, to stand out and grab their attention. You can have that text the largest and the most readable, and then you can take people on this visual journey of, oh, then I'll look at, oh, there's a new collection launching and it's launching on this date. And if I want more information, I go here. And so you kind of take people on this journey. And if not being intentional around the ways that we're designing, whether it's doing those things, communicating, whether that's having a really consistent brand. By that, I mean like using the same colors and fonts over and over and over again. So people begin to recognize us and that recognizability helps us to stand out. And so doing those things like thinking about our messaging and our communication and having a consistent brand really helps us to 
not only to stand out, but to be recognizable um, and to be professional. Like if, if you see a brand or a business that's just posting out random things that hasn't really got any thought behind it, it doesn't look professional. And so people don't trust them so much and they're less likely to spend their money with them. So different things like that and actually communicating a value is really, really important. And design plays a major role in that. Yeah, I totally agree. And especially like the, the platforms that we use these days, like social media, Instagram, Facebook, they're all photo-based platforms, right? So being able to capture those those audience, those people's attention and let them know immediately like what you're talking about, like new collection release, like new artwork, like if you're open for a workshop, or open for commissions or whatever it is, really clearly like signifying that straight away making it super easy for the viewer, right? Like, let's not make them work hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Like I was giving an example today in a different workshop that I was doing and it's like, if you've got like a yellow, uh, or a white website background and you're doing like yellow text on top of it, people aren't going to be able to easily read that. And unless it's your mum, they're probably not going to spend a lot of time trying to read it because they've got too much else going on in their lives. So we need to make things so easy for people to consume, to notice and to understand and then to hopefully take action and buy one of our artworks. Yes, absolutely. So on that note, and you mentioned this just a second ago, is that building that consistency of your brand and being that recognisable, what's some of your top tips for building consistency in your visual graphics? Yeah. So the biggest thing to remember is this phrase that I love to say, and it's pick and stick. And that's the idea. If you pick some branding, if you pick what your brand looks like and you stick with that, it's probably even better to have a bad looking brand, but stick with it than to have a brand that, that might look pretty, but you're not sticking with any sort of consistency. And so, as I said, the idea of consistency is you become recognizable. You, you, you stand out when someone's scrolling their feed and they see my bright purple, they know that it's something Jackie's doing. And so they stop and they have a look at it or they choose not to because they've decided they don't want to have a look at what I've got to say. And so when we have that consistency, we, begin, we really can work into that. And so consistency, Consistency can look anything like um, using the same brand fonts over and over again, using the same color palette over and over again, but it also goes beyond that to our overall style and like the elements that we use in our designs. Like for you, Nick, I know that we've got those greens and those soft things. I've also got a bit of like paint strokes in the background. We've got little illustration kind of things. And so all of those things together make up your brand style. And when you use that consistently, that's what breeds that recognizability. And not only does it do that, it also helps make the design process for you so much easier because no longer do you have to start from scratch and you're just staring and you like say you're designing on canva you open up a canva design you just see that white square just staring back and you're like how do I feel that how do I make it look pretty I know I've got like this word to say and maybe a picture but that doesn't make a pretty design how can I make that this an actual full design that's when you go to your brand fonts your brand colors and your brand style and your different elements that you use to support that and you and it, it takes you half the time to build your graphics because you're not starting from scratch you're, you, you you know what your graphics going to look like and makes it so much easier for you so much less daunting so you're likely to share more and post more and you're going to get out there more to your audience with more consistent designs which makes them recognize you and hopefully work with you yes absolutely and for those of you who don't know or don't use um the online site called canva yet it is something you totally need to look into because it just makes building any graphics so simple and like jack said that you can repeat it, you can use a template and just keep repeating, you know, just changing little elements here or there, but all of your, like the, the writing's all in the same font, the colours are in the same font, you've got your elements there. 
And so it makes it super quick and less like less time consuming, less stressful, which is what we're all about here as creative humans is the admin side of our life or that side of our life. We just, you know, concise as possible. So we have more time to create. Absolutely. <laughs> so good. Well, and then on that, so I guess um, with working with graphics for social media and things and then that sort of translates I guess the same sort of vibe when you're building your website and when you're building the website do you have any like key little nuggets of advice for creatives building their website how to make them super attractive so that when people click on them they stay there <laughs> yeah okay awesome so Firstly, obviously, when you've got that consistency, when you've got that idea with your branding, so you know your colors and you know the fonts you're going to use for your text, mm -hmm. when you apply that from your social media or your flyers to your website, you've got that consistency. So it means, so it means when someone's clicked on your link in bio or they've clicked on your link, they found a link in a flyer or whatever, and they go to your website, it all still looks the same. So making sure you, firstly, that you have that consistency across everywhere that you show up should look the same. So when people mm -hmm. go to go to the next place, the next part of the journey, the next part of the customer process, they still feel like they're in the right spot. And so making sure, obviously, that you use your branding elements in your website is really important. But beyond that, um, I guess not. I guess trying not to overcomplicate things would be really important in terms of like your artwork should be the hero. Um, so making sure that even when you pick, this is just a random tip as well, making sure that when you pick your branding colors and elements, that they support your art style kind of thing. Like if you're always, like say for example, you do quite like earthy and natural kind of paintings. If you chose like a bright orange, or not, a bright orange might really work, but a bright purple or a bright green or something, you'd be like, I mean, this is now kind of jarring with my artwork, but you want to make sure you choose something that complements your artwork, knowing that that might evolve or change, but you're probably not going to just go from like natural earthy colors to then like fluoro colors. So choosing something that is in that same wheelhouse will help kind of make your designs, you make your artworks the hero so that it's not just, um, yeah, trying to fight for that attention and trying to, it looks really jarring. Um, so that's one thing. And I guess another one is just, yeah, make it, make your website, subtly branded it's, there's not like with, with your with your website header for example popping in whether it's your logo what's a bit of a maybe you, you write like a sentence on there that's that captures what you're about or what people might feel when they buy your artworks um, and you just have something in there that that starts to build a picture um, not hesitating to put pictures of yourself in there because it will help people to get to know you as an artist and um I'm a lot more likely to buy from someone, especially an expensive piece, if I feel like I know them and I'm like, oh, I'm not just buying an artwork for myself, I'm actually supporting this artist as well. And so it's making me feel good. So if, if I get to know you and your face, it also helps me. So putting pictures of yourself in there, making sure that those pictures though still look really nice. They don't have to be professional photos unless if you do have professional photos and that's amazing. But if you don't, even just making sure you're taking photos that are in good lighting, um, have a good background and you're wearing colors, again, that support your branding, whether it's like, say for me, I could wear purple or I could just wear a white t-shirt because it's a more neutral color um, so thinking about yeah, your photos adding in your branding so all the, the fonts in your website should be your branding fonts um, some websites though I know you don't have you can't upload any font in the whole world so just picking one that you can find that's the closest adding in your colors um, and adding in a couple of your branding elements like if you've got a little watercolor bit putting that in the background or just kind of weaving in your brand into your website so that it feels really cohesive uh, really supportive and if you've chosen those branding elements and colors that support your artworks it's going to help to lift that appeal as well yeah absolutely and I, I think that that's such great advice to be using the branding colors that are going to like enhance and support and 
um, make your artworks look even better, right? So you're not having graphics or something on your social media or your website that's just completely like fighting against your art. Um, and that's, as creatives, that's something that we can do really naturally is look at the colours of paints that we use, look at the, the vibe of our artwork and choose our branding from that. And the same thing with elements. I think when you helped me, you know, decide what sort of elements to have um, in my graphics, so elements are like little additions. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. <laughs> to put on your graphics. So for me, it's like, um, and me and Jack talked about, because I paint and I paint landscapes and I do, you know, paint a lot of um, trees and things like that, I actually then painted my own like leaves and gum treat, like gum nuts and things to use in my graphics, which is just a, a very special element that is very unique to me and my work and my brand. So how can people look at their work to find those other elements to go with it? Like what sort of tips do you have for like finding those things that suit your work? Yeah, so this is probably different advice that I give to a lot of other business owners because you're already so creative. And so I loved when you were just like, I'm just going to paint some things. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have those skills. I tried to learn how to draw once and it didn't didn't work for me. And so, and I haven't put the time into it. And so for, for you and for someone that, that the people that have those skills, lean into that because that's going to help to make you unique as well. So for me, for example, I have little like doodles and little paint strokes and stuff that go in my branding. Some people have like flowers or um, some people have watercolor elements. Some people have like pieces of tape or ripped paper. It can be a plethora of different things. Um, mm -hmm. But a great thing, way to start is exactly how you start, and that's if looking at your artworks and the kinds of things you already do and think of what kind of things will support that. If you're doing like resiny kind of artworks, then your artworks can be like your back, you can create a set of backgrounds that you might use that have like really cool textures in it. Or if you're um, used really like really dainty illustration lines, then use those dainty illustrations as part of your branding elements. Add those into the backgrounds or the sides of your graphics. When you place like, say you're doing a quote graphic for social media, put a cute little illustration next to it um, and add it into your branding colors and maybe put like say for example yours as well we, we use like paper textures in the background because it's got that earthy rustic kind of look that you go for and so thinking through what's going to support my branding what's going to support my business what's going to support my artworks and draw out of that but making sure you keep it simple and making sure you keep it consistent so you're not you're, you haven't gone and put like heaps of landscapes as well in the in your backgrounds you've really just focused on just those natural pieces of leaves and gum nuts and those are your elements you haven't tried to do 50,000 different things so just picking mm. something picking one element of your of your style and and running and rolling with that can be really helpful and if you're looking for some ideas even just going onto Pinterest or going onto other people's Instagrams and just seeing if you can pay attention to what's making good people's Instagrams. You could have bad ones. <laughs> what, what's kind of like making their graphics look great. Um, and even going on to, I love this website called creativemarket.com, like creativemarket.com. And on there, you can just even search illustrations or elements or something and just see what's there not if you, you might not use any of them but just seeing the kind of things that you can add to your graphics that might just make them a little bit more unique because you can have like a, a green background with some text on it with a quote but it's not that unique whereas when you add in these little elements it just helps to make you so much more unique um, and interesting yeah definitely and recognizable too I think like I love that now I can use like I use my little leaves that I do. I that's part of my logo that I have, which is my name, and then um, that underneath it, I use it on my website. I've used it on my graphics, so it's sort of it. It all builds into to make sort of one 
one brand and, and make you more visible and recognizable, which is just so important, I think. The dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want to like be on social media and to be standing out. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you mentioned this before, but I'm just going to highlight it this again because I think it's such valuable information. But um, one thing I know that a lot of creative humans struggle with is putting themselves on their social media, but it is just so valuable and important doing that. Um, like you said, Jack, so that the audience, your collectors, they can relate to you and they're more likely to want to purchase from you and um, collect your work because of that relationship. But then from a graphic point of view is when you do take photos of yourself in your studio, with your apron on or whatever, is if you can keep in tune either with neutral colours or in tune with your um, painting colours, even just buying a few op shop like, like T-shirts or something that are in your vibe, it's just going to really help with your graphics because I, I feel like you've done that before. I think I've seen a post of you like buying like a purple, like new purple jumper pilly for your graphics or something. Yep, I absolutely have done that. We're in a purple <laughs> jumper right now because my sister-in-law found it for me at an op shop. So, um, yeah, there's really nice things. It just helps. Like, you can wear any colour, but it just helps. It, it, it's so much easier to design something that looks really beautiful when everything, when all the colours are already kind of gelling. Um, mm -hmm. Like, one of my yeah. clients purposely doesn't do that because she wants her, 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 her pictures of herself to stand out from her graphics, and we make that work. But most of the time, it's just really, really great to wearing tones that are similar or at least just neutral colours that kind of help complement, build that story. Um, and, yeah, it's not that. And, and, like, just even simple tips, like when you're taking photos of yourself, um, mm -hmm. don't be too close to the, to, to, the, to the thing so it's just your head half cropped off. Don't be, like, cutting off the sides of your arms or the top of your head with the photo. Take a photo where it's got most of your torso, the whole of your head in it, and then you can actually use that photo really easily for a multitude of different things. You can post that photo as is, or you can put that photo into Canva. You could remove the background. You could put some of your pretty elements around it. You can do so many things with those images if you take them really well to start with. Yes, absolutely. And I think this is a really good tip for everyone listening that if at the end we'll um, I'll let you know where you can follow Jackie on Instagram and social media, but she always gives such great Canva tips on how to like do those little edits, like remove the background of photos so that you can put yourself or your artwork on a plain background, on a plain wall. Um, and really like it just elevates that those graphics um, again from to another place. So yes, I will totally put them on there. I'm just envisioning what, that's how I learned how to do the background remover was one of your stories. <laughs> oh, no way. As a designer, I just feel like everyone already knows how to do that, but I just yeah. love that, that that was helpful for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So for the creatives listening, if they could take one thing away from this conversation, do one thing in terms of their, their graphics, their branding, um, moving forward for their business, what would you recommend the one thing that they should focus on to start? <laughs> I, think, I think to start is when we set that solid foundation, it makes the whole process so much easier. So do what we've been talking about in terms of what is your brand? What are the fonts I'm going to use? What are the colors I'm going to use? What are the elements I'm going to use? And sit down and just spend an hour thinking about that yourself. Think, think, look at, look at your artworks, look at your paints, um, look, do some research of what other people are doing and, and build a little, build some rules with that. So you have something to pick and stick with, because when you have that consistency, it, it adds so much more professionalism instantly and makes everything so much easier for you, builds so much recognizability. It just has so many benefits uh, for just that little bit of effort. And you can use that for the next few years of your business. Like it's all sorted. Yes, amazing. So good. So Jack, where can people find you, follow you? Where can people work with you? 
Amazing. I would love to have you on my Instagram as we were talking about before. I love hanging out mm -hmm. over there. Uh, my handle is uh, white, the color, deer, the animal, GD. So white deer, GD. Um, mm -hmm. You can catch up there. Or if you want, like I've got a couple of different freebies that might really help you kind of create that standout brand or work out how you can start creating your own graphics. And you can just find those at my website, whitedeer.com.au forward slash hangout. And you'll find a lot of them there for this podcast amazing what i'll do is i'll put all of the, those details in the show notes for you guys so you can jump on and have a look and check out those i like so encourage you to get on and have a look because it is just so valuable just knowing about your brand colors knowing about how you're presenting yourself to your audience and your collectors because it does help you stand out and that's what we're like really really wanting to achieve is standing out and drawing that attention so that people then can see your beautiful creations right exactly exactly <laughs> all right thanks so much for being here jack i loved our conversation i so appreciate it it's been a pleasure thanks for having me bye bye I really hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did and got so much out of it. I'm just popping in here quickly with letting you know that my masterclass series from Starving to Thriving Artist, How to Make Money from Your Art is happening July 4th. So if you're listening to this live, there is still time to sign up. Simply head to nickeverest.com forward slash from starving to thriving artist and you'll have all the details on this three-part masterclass series that is going to teach you all the systems and structures you need to be making that consistent income from your creative work. I'm so excited for this series. Jump on and have a look if you're interested. I'll also pop it in the show notes. <laughs> all right. I'll see you next week, everyone. Thanks. Bye.